the 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. <laughs> we're, we're off to a good start once again, Christian. I can tell you're laughing at me. I'm attempting to, to do the technical stuff. Andrew's not with us. Folks, you got Alan, you got Christian, and one pesky fly. Don't you hate that? Don't you? I got a fly in in the recording here in my office, and it just keeps landing on me. I hate those. I hate them. I, you know, I played golf this past weekend. I have about a thousand mosquito bites on my body. I can't stand it. And um, you know, thank God winter's around the corner, so we can not worry about those. I, I mean, do I smell like crap? I mean, what? what, what? <laughs> I, mean, I can't smell you from here. So maybe, maybe, maybe it is you. Could be me. Definitely could be me. All right. So, Hey, we got some stuff to talk about this week. Again, we're, we're, uh, we only have two of us, but that's okay. Cause we're giving we're Andrew some time off. He, he bought his first house. I know. Congratulations to the big fella. I love it. I love it. I'm actually going to be heading up there in a few weeks. Actually, excuse me next weekend. Uh, help him move in. And then we're going to go kick some ass in a golf tournament. So, nice. Yep. Going to take home that trophy. He's painting the rooms. He's walking around. He's showing it to us on FaceTime. Oh, it's unbelievable. There's Dog's just got a backyard to be able to run in. Oh, I know. He's painting a lot, too. A lot of hard labor going on over there. I love it. Absolutely. So I'll tell you where there was hard, some hard labor or some work in Atlanta. Let's start with let's start with, with the tour championship, and then we're going to bring it home with the ladies. We're going to also talk a little bit of some. Uh, we'll probably work in Myrtle Beach. We'll probably work in a little bit about Brooksy and Bryson, and uh, that should be uh, that should be the show. Sounds oh, good to me. And the Ryder Cup. Oh yeah, just that just that, that little that, thing coming up. Yeah, that one big tournament coming up here in a few weeks. So, what's your takeaway on the tour championship? Yeah, I, I mean. I, 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 I loved watching it. I mean, Cantlay just got hot at the right time. I mean, there's no other way of putting it. You know, I, I think John Rahm, in my personal opinion, was a little more deserving of it, but Cantlay played phenomenal. I think he, he, he hung off uh, Bryson last week at the BMW. Then he hung off, uh, you know, John Rahm, best player in the world this week, or excuse me, last week. And um, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's playing some stellar golf right now going into the Ryder Cup in a few weeks. How, how simplistic is that golf swing, though? It's unbelievable. It's textbook. I mean, it's perfect to watch, honestly. Yeah, yeah he's. He, he, I don't see how that swing fails. It's You know who it's, it reminds me a lot of, and we'll mention him later, is Paul Casey. Very, yeah. very simplistic, just turns away, turns back through the ball. And now that his putting stroke is uh, finally getting back to where it once was, too, this, the confidence right now is through the roof with him. It's unbelievable. And it's great to watch. I mean, it's a treat. Good, good duel down the end. Got a, got a lot of feedback from from folks that were really frustrated. They don't like the scoring system. They don't like the the uh, um, you know the the handicapping, if you will, from the beginning. But uh, as we talked about, it's hey, it's it's a season long event. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the point system either, personally. If I'm being honest, I don't like how he starts at ten under, right, and then sit, take take Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel had a phenomenal event. He started out at even par, finished, I believe it either, it was 9, 10, or 11 under, whatever whatever the number was. He played phenomenal. Same with Kevin Na. Right. Right. But Kevin Na turned in a hell of a performance. He did. He, he did. might have played him. He might have played himself onto the Ryder Cup team. May have played himself into a Ryder Cup team. And as, as, there was a stat, I think it was 54 holes 
without a bogey for Kevin Na, which That's, is very impressive to do it. He's like, yeah, yeah, but, without without I, question. I mean, um, the fly still is zipping around my head over here, but uh, let me just throw some a, a statistic at you. Patrick Cantley becomes the first player with four or more wins in a single season since 2016 17. That's wow. kind of interesting, actually. Shows the parody that's actually out on tour. I'm going to drop some. Going to drop some names on you. Tiger Woods did it in 07, 08, 09, and 13. Rory did it in 12. Spieth in 15. Jason Day in 15. JT was the last one in 17. And Patrick Cantley joins that pretty stellar group. Yeah, that group's pretty average, I may say. You know, yeah, they're pretty terrible. Average. Yeah, they're they're awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, Patrick's been up there for a long, long time. He's been through a lot. I remember his caddy passing away a few years ago and, you know, just the mental toughness that he showed um, coming back to where he is now. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of remarkable. I mean, I, I think this is the Patrick Cantley that was, I mean, they were talking about Patrick Cantley being the next Tiger Woods, literally as an amateur. Like that's yeah. how good of a player this kid is. And I, I could see him doing it out with, you know, Bryson Brooks, DJ, Colin Morikawa. I mean, I could see him up there winning a major next year if he plays like this. Right. I mean, that's a topic for discussion, obviously. But, you know, going back to the whole point system thing really quick, I, I don't like it because, you know, statistically speaking, John Round beat Patrick Cantley if they played a normal four-round event. He right. Beat him by, okay. Um, that's an issue personally because a lot of people say that you should have started out even – you know, I, I get that people don't, people are always questioning, well, why does he get four shots over John Rahm when he only had a really good, a, a few good weeks here and there and the, and the FedEx Cup playoff. I mean, it's, it's a hit or miss. Really. I think here's my, my humble opinion. I think the playoffs, I think you accomplish it by the, the playoffs. They get 2000 points for, for winning a play. So Tony Finau got 2000 points, Patrick got 2000 points, which vaulted them to the top. Right. I guess the rationale is obviously that that it's the playoffs they're performing against the best, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe reduce that to a thousand. Maybe, mm-hmm. re- you know, if a regular tour event's 500, that's great, but it's, it's the look over the entire year, which yeah. then leads to another question I have for you because you're astute in these observations. Nominations are out player of the year. Patrick obviously is leading that, but there's also some other names. Have some consideration. Bryson, Colin, Harris English, your guy, John Rahm. Does did Patrick Cantley, did he wrap up the the player of the year this year with his performance at the very end? Last thing on the voters' mind, in other words. I'm gonna have to go with no. Just because he didn't win a major. I feel like some people who vote for player of the year always weigh majors more. I do think okay. John at the very moment has a little bit of a nudge with how well. John, John Rahm, one win. It was a major, obviously. 15 yep. top tens. That's that's remarkable. I mean, okay. Harris English, I'm going to give you the, the, the rundown, pulling this off of PGA Tour, by the way. Uh, Harris had two wins, eight top tens, six top fives. Morikawa, two wins, two uh World Golf Championship majors. They were both eight top tens. And then you got Bryson, nine top tens. So, I mean, in my opinion, Morikawa, John Rahm, Patrick. I mean, Patrick's resume is four wins, 17 top 25s, 
in six top threes. Not too shabby either, obviously. It's going to be I, – I think this is going to be the closest player of the year that we've had in the last probably, I don't know, five, ten years, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you really could make an argument for any of the players. Even though I hate Bryson, you can still make an argument for him. I mean, you make an argument. I think he's. I think he's probably the. He and Harris are the. Of those five, I just rattled off. They're the weakest nominees. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, no, but the three of them, Patrick Cantley, Colin, and John, you really can make an argument for all three of them. Yep. For any of them to win, who who I want to win, I want John Rom to win just because I think that he's been the most consistent player all season, in my opinion. He's always up at the top of the leaderboard, but we'll have to see what happens. Well, I'll tell you what, he, he uh, had some drama there at the end. Um, I wasn't able to watch a lot of the tour championship this week. I was uh, detained with uh, a lot of golfers. Um, but he, I'll tell you what, that ball, six inches, three, four inches, maybe at the most, he jars almost jars that second shot for a two. Oh, yeah. I think the turning point for me on Sunday watching that was with, with coming down the stretch – Right. I do think if John makes that birdie on 17 and he makes a bogey or excuse me, right. if he makes that birdie on 17 before Patrick has to putt mentally, I, I do not know if Patrick would be clutch enough to make that putt. I, I assume that he would obviously, but I think mentally for Patrick going up to that putt, knowing that if he makes this, he has a one shot lead going into the last hole as a pole, because he's been leading all day, right? right. He, he's been leading all tournament. Right. He just he just going to that 18th team, knowing that you're tied with John Ron now. I just think that he would have lost it right there. Personally, I don't think he would have hit the two shots that he did on 18, but I have no idea. So took an aggressive line. Patrick took an aggressive line down the left side there. I mean, he bombed and that thing. He bombed it. I mean, longest drive of the week. I think it was like 364 yards or 65 yeah. yards. And he had a six iron and, and yeah. what does it all do? Sticks it to like what? Six, eight feet, you know? I mean, John, I thought John would have had that putt, or excuse me, that chip. That looked so good for the closest amount of time. But, again, I mean. That ball was, that ball was settled down a little bit. I think he probably would have loved to have put a putter on it instead of. Uh, probably. Still, yeah. but he's had, like, what, two-something, 225, 230, and he throws a five iron in there, and he throws a pin high almost. Like, that's okay. You know, that's just – he bombed it. I mean, there he and he flushed it. I mean, there's no other way of putting it. So – yeah, all I got to say is that in a few weeks, it's going to be a phenomenal Ryder Cup to watch. Should be a phenomenal Ryder Cup. A couple of interesting things also with the Tour Championship is I'm just going to rattle off. You can pick and choose them. Uh, Brooksy's wrist. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about this, the first event with the new Brook. Speaking of Brooksy, you're not allowed to say his name, apparently around Bryson. And uh, Patrick Reed shows up. Yeah, so, I mean, we can go through these pretty quick. Um, you know, first, I, I hope nothing is significant to Brooks, obviously, with his left, uh, left wrist. You know, I saw the video. I saw the tape on it. You know, clearly, I, I couldn't tell if it was like a stinger or what it was. But, um, you know, it definitely bothered him tremendously. Obviously, he withdrew from the tournament. I hope that it doesn't play a factor in him in a few weeks. I hope that he can play. Um, you know, Patrick showing up. Great to see that. Obviously, I'm happy that he's feeling healthy and, and and better now. I think anybody, if you like him or dislike him, I don't think anybody ever. Did, I, did you see what did he finish at? You remember? I I don't. Uh, I can look it up quick while we're talking though. But um, yeah, and then the whole. Uh, I mean, the, the reason the reason I'm asking that is, does it merit? Does it merit him? He shows up. Does it merit that Ryder Cup selection? He's still sitting out there. At, 
top 10, I believe, in the in the points. I don't have them in front of me, but uh, so he, he was nine last week. 25th. He was in 25th solo at minus two. Okay. So pretty a pretty poor performance from Patrick. But again, I mean, you know, he was just getting out of the hospital. I don't know if Steve will actually look at this tournament as, you know what, you just got out of the hospital from an illness. What is he expecting Patrick to do? Go out there and win it? You know, but I don't know. Steve's got a lot of stuff on his plate right now to think about who he wants to pick for his captain's pick. It's going to be very interesting to watch it tomorrow to see who, um, who actually he picks. So. And, and shall anybody shall yell Brooksy? <laughs> that I, I don't know your take on it, but I think that's absolutely pathetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that, that's that. So if you're, if you are saying no to Brooksy, okay. Which for the fir- first and foremost, that is a friendly beef between two very good golfers. Okay. Bryson needs to suck it up. He needs to own it. He needs to give it back to Brooksy. Okay. But he won't do that. Instead he goes and bitches to other people. Right. And whines like a 12 year old. I think, I think he further reinforced probably his disdain amongst amongst the golf people out there. The, the, the public. Exactly. Boo hoo. He, he's, you know, I don't like when people call, call me Brooksy. Yeah. Well, so much for him being beefed up and stuff like that. Like if I'm Brooks and so he used to Jack Nicholas revered, right? Yeah. When he was trying to, to dethrone, and I'm not saying by any means is Bryson and Brooksy Nicholas and Palmer. They used to, they used to kid it here. Fat Jack. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's like, it's almost just like it did. It's 2021 girl pair of balls at the end of the day, really. I mean, you got to suck it up it, it, for me personally as a competitor, I, that would fuel me up hearing Brooksy because of how much I hate him. The, as a only, the only thing I could say, the only thing I could say, and I, and I will say this about any of is even with the, 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 the morons out there, you demand or what have you just don't do it in the guy's swing. You know, respect. Yes. I don't do it in the guy's swing. Do it afterwards. Like, so, but you, you saying Brooksy now, which then means the PGA should come out and say, well, you can't say mashed potatoes. You can't say get in the hole. You can't say this. You can't say that. That means right now that after somebody swings in a major event, regardless if it's a tour championship, major Ryder cup, whatever it is, you now cannot say anything after a tour player hits. Right. So that means then at the Ryder cup, Technically speaking, you're not allowed to yell anything. Even if the players want you to hype them up, you're not allowed to say anything. Right. That's the way I interpret yeah. that, Right. So not only is Bryson changing the game for the worse, in my opinion, I think he's making the game, you know, more pathetic to actually than it. People love doing that. I mean, hell, when it, the, tur- the, the tour back in the day was a turning stone. When Tiger used to come here, I'm like 12 years old. I'm yelling mashed potatoes behind, after Tiger hits. It's just what you do. It's fun. You know, some of the guys love it. But – one person doesn't like it, changes the game forever. So, well, Bryson's way. Bracey, brace, Bryson. Like it, it, the roles were reversed, though, and and truthfully speaking, I do not think Kepka would throw this big of a fit. If not this, at all. Not not at all. I think I Kepka think I think he would take it as you're saying. I think he takes it as fuel and motivation yeah. to go out there and, and play. Yeah, because if there is hatred or if there is beef between the two players, obviously then Brooksy, knowing him, he's going to, again, he's going to feel that fire. And you don't want to feel Brooksy too much because next thing you know, he's going to go out there and he's going to win two majors in a year like he has yep. done. You know yep. what I mean? So that's that's the only thing that I don't like about that. I, I hope that the PGA, you know, down the road, uh, it's just it's just the stupidest rule they've come out with in the last 10 years, in my opinion. It's just the dumbest thing. 
One last uh, one last thing we, before we move away from the PGA Tour, the other nomination that was out for Rookie of the Year. You're, I can't wait till you come up with this one. <laughs> is it Garrick Higo or is it Will Zalatoris? Would you like the stats? Yes, please. Garrick had one win, one top 10, and eight starts. <laughs> Zalatoris, one runner-up, eight top 10s, 14 top 25s. Well, they're going to give it to Zalatoris just because he played more events, personally. However, I think – where has Zalatoris been the last four months? Non-existent. Maybe dating back to really after – what was it? U.S. Open, maybe? Where, he hasn't, he where did he withdraw? Yeah, which which event did he withdraw? I, I forget which one he withdrew from, but whatever tournament that was, a, a PGA. Excuse me, it's a PGA, right? That's the one he withdrew from, PGA. Where where's he been since there? I haven't seen Zal's horse in the top twenty of a leaderboard, literally. Right. Since them, Garrett Higo, phenomenal young player out of South Africa, by the way. I'm the one yep. that picked him to win that event when he came over. He, that was his third event, right? That you he did pick him worldwide. He won two back-to-back on the European tour, or excuse me, two out of his last three in the European tour. Then he comes over to America and wins. I think he's a phenomenal golfer. I don't think he's going anywhere. I would cast my vote for Garrett Higo, but I could see my a lot of people voting for Zalatoris from what he did the first half of the season. I, I think I think Zalatoris will win because yes. he had he made a bigger splash than uh, Higo. I mean, even though Higo won, I mean he's. Yeah. It, his his burst onto the scene was, you know, he basically played his way off the off the corn ferry onto the PGA Tour in in the season. Yeah, so, I mean, up in the Masters, wasn't he too? Uh, I believe so. I'll tell you what, what's gonna what's gonna get him further down the road is our good friends over a perfect practice putting mat. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. Perfect practice putting mat comes to you in multiple sizes. It is convenient. It is able to be rolled up, taken on the trips, taken on the road. Andrew's probably already got it rolled out at his new house. I'm sure it was packed up long ago because it's the only thing that's uh, helping him get his game back on online. They are a great sponsor and the official putting mat, putting aid of the 19th hole podcast. Try them with our promotional code GTL15 at perfectpractice.com. I can't talk, man. I'm sideways. (laughs) This this fly is messing with me in here. Hey, you know what? It's a a phenomenal product. Um, You know, any guy that is an added golfer like myself, now that the winter, especially if you're in the Northeast, you guys got to get this product. You guys got to roll it out in your office, your apartment, your house, wherever you guys may be. You know, it's, it has helped out my game. It's helped out Alan's game, Andrew's game, and many other Americans and, and golfers and, and people and, you know, across the entire world. It's just a phenomenal product. Former world number one, Dustin Johnson. Current top lady, Jessica Cord- or Nellie Corda. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, both of them have used product. Two seasons. I mean, look at look at Corda, for example. You know, look at the phenomenal season she's had this year. Absolutely. And this is a perfect segue to the next topic of a conversation, the Solheim Cup. Absolutely. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And here's what here's the interesting thing. All three of us said it's a lock. Write it in. Call Vegas. US is gonna win on paper. I saw the statistic. Our average ranking 
was 26 of, of the world rankings. The Europeans was 44. On paper, slam dunk. 75% of, of, of our listeners agreed in our Twitter poll. And then they played the match. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they didn't look good. I mean, there's, there's no other way of putting it. You know, on paper, statistically, we should have wiped them clean. On paper, we had we had the top some of the top players in the world, Corda Sisters, Lexi Thompson. The names goes on and on and on, right? You know, but I'll tell you who really showed up this week was uh, Leanne McGuire. Yeah, she's gonna be. She is a star in the making, without question, without a question or doubt in my mind. Okay, she, the Europeans played phenomenal. There's no other way of putting it. I mean, black and white. She goes. She, goes, she plays in all five matches. Goes four zero and one. Yeah, I mean, clear MVP by far, um, star immediate star and well deserving star status, uh, and and quite honestly, uh, she she trounced uh, Kubko in the uh, in the in the singles. Uh, yeah, before. I mean, there's there was a time there late Monday afternoon where, you know, I was like, Oh my God, I'm actually playing Xbox with Andrew and I'm watching it on the TV and I'm like, Holy crap. Like the USA could actually do this. They can actually make a comeback. Right. Yeah, you, you know what, you know what, I'm not going to go political, but I, I remember sitting up on 20, in 2016 watching the, the election returns and, and all, everybody talked about the path, you know, the, the path to victory for, for Hillary. And yeah. it was this, this had to happen and that had to happen. This had to happen. And I'm literally, I felt like that was the same thing sitting in the golf shop with the guys I'm like, okay, well, this one match has to turn, but that match has to do this, and this match has to do that. And I, I was plotting paths for victory for the U.S. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. They gave it a they gave it a damn good run, though. I, I, I will say that. I mean, there was a lot of matches there that I thought could really flip the other way. Honestly, I'm going to Christian. I'm going to make a statement, okay? And you know, I'm a huge Nelly Corda fan. Yeah, I'm even a bigger Daniel Kang fan. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it at the feet of four ladies. You would expect your stars to show up. Yes. Nelly, she goes two and two. Okay. She plays in four matches. She gets two points. Jessica, a point didn't show up. Lexi didn't show up. Danielle didn't show up. Did, did they all just happen to have bad weeks at the same time? Perhaps. Perhaps. But they didn't. They didn't. I mean, I, I literally found myself saying uh, while I was watching it with the guys, I'm like, will Nelly Corda get the same? Uh, will people be saying the same thing about Nelly Corda about they said about Tiger in, in 1999 when he goes one, three and one in his first Ryder Cup match, he's clearly the most dominant golfer in the world. She's clearly the best golfer in the world, but she didn't get it done at the Ryder Cup. I wouldn't look by it, obviously. I mean, yeah, it was a bad week for her, you know, both Corda sisters as well as Kang and and, um, and Lexi Thompson. But, um, you know, I don't think it defines the resume personally. I, I don't think it defines yeah. the resume either. I mean, I, I you look at Tiger. He's got a blemish on his Ryder uh, – the only blemish in his career, he's got a, a losing record at the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I, I do wish the girls showed up a little more, and I think they can speak first and foremost on that, that they didn't play as well as they wanted to. You know, um, however, um, when your stars don't show up, you, the other one's got to pick it up. 
I mean, you guys are all a team. You guys all got to stand up and, and, and start playing some golf. I mean, it's the same thing when it comes to baseball, basketball, football. You know, if whoever – Josh Allen throws five interceptions in a game, right, and they're playing the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, but defense got to step up. They got to stop Patrick Mahomes, right? You, got, you guys got to get five interceptions from Patrick Mahomes, you know? So it's like the same thing where the, the, the other women on the team have to step up and play well, unfortunately – you know, they came a couple points short, you know, but it was a phenomenal Solheim cup. And um, so we, I mean, it really, it comes back to, which is the, it seems to be the nemesis for, for us golf. It's team play. It is I mean, but basically we lost by two. We went into the, we went into the singles by two. So it was, we, we played level in the, on the last day we lost it. We, what did we do? What through one and three, what were, what were, what were, I know we I know we came storming back actually we we were three and one in four in, in uh, foursomes on Sunday morning which was shocking but then we gave it right back again in, in better ball yeah in football. I, it's on both sides it's on men and the women like you said like I don't know what it is about you know team play um, I don't know if it throws them off I don't know if it's the pressure I, I mean I have no idea personally. Um, you know, a lot of guys and, and girls strive for the pressure and they strive for the moment, obviously, but when it comes to, you know, crunch time, I, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I, on paper, we should have kicked their ass. Honestly, we, this should have been the easiest Solheim cup that they should, that the Americans should have won. And I think every expert out there, right. Maybe besides a couple or whatever, whoever it was had USA winning by far. Yeah. I didn't think there was going to be this close, but Again, now now we got to transition into the men's. It's the same thing, you know. Like who who knows at this point, because the Americans never show up and play in team events. Well, the the commentators are even talking about it, and some of the the European commentators that everything that is the European tour, the emphasis is these these biannual matches. Yeah, they they put so much emphasis on it, and I think when if you look at the Ryder Cup, when it got to be competitive. Um, after they expanded to include Europe and, and matches started becoming competitive and they had they had all those great players going back to the the Faldos of the world and what have you and Sevies and so forth. That they, they just wanted to beat the Americans. And then after they beat the Americans and then they continued to beat the Americans, I think then it suddenly became, well, you don't want to let down the tradition that we're beating the Americans. So everybody gets geared up um for these inverness club final thought on that that place looked spectacular since the redesign is not even the right word it was spectacular times seven i mean yeah. it, it looked amazing you know and a phenomenal event phenomenal course i hope that they even go back and host even a men's event there i mean they could easily host a men's event or a women's event there on a normal you know pga lpga event um great golf course honestly pleasure to watch it and um Honestly, there really wasn't a bad hole out there looking at it. So, so, so the, the survivors are the women from Europe. We have survivors of our own, the Survivor Golf Tee. It is made with engineered polymer plastic. It's height gauge technology, allows for consistent tee depth. It is the longest tee measured by independent testing, maximum rollout. Thing is almost indestructible. 
I've got it in my bag. And the reason I have it in my bag, Christian, is because it is the official golf tee of Golf Talk Live and the 19th Hole Podcast. I have been sharing. If you've been on our social media, I've been sharing this thing with people and they love this product. And you should you should go on there, survivorgolftee.com. It's available on Amazon also. Check it out, folks. I'm telling you, this is the this is the real deal. If you but, want to hit far like Brooksy or Bryson, you got to get the Survivor Golf Tee at the end of the day. I you mean, do. Maybe hitting you, absolutely, you absolutely do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be hitting bombs like Phil too. You know. So at your age, Alan, you can still hit it as far as Phil. No, that's not happening. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying to hype you up. It's not here. because of the Survivor Golf Tee. <laughs> I'm trying of to hype you up here. All right. <laughs> Phil lost 40 pounds and is actually a, a world-class athlete. I used to be, v, I used to be uh, V-shaped. Now I'm more like an A. <laughs> but you're automatic in the fairway. That's all that matters. Ah, there you go. So uh, the Ryder Cup, uh, some news. We're going to just touch on that. We want to save that for, for a couple weeks from now. But uh, the first five picks have been locked in for Team Europe. You ready for these, Christian? Yep. John Rom. Tommy Fleetwood, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, and Paul Casey. We're screwed. <laughs> Again, on paper right now, we're 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 fucked. Yeah, I, we're, <laughs> I just, I, we're screwed. Like, yeah, there's no other way of putting it. Um, but again, though, you can make the argument <sighs> on paper. Patrick Cantlay, Colin Morikawa, like in the big stages, Colin shows up. In the big stages, Brooks shows up. I'm telling you right now, I want to see Paul Casey versus Patrick Cantley in a singles match because they are just automatic. I want to see either John Rahm or Rory go up against Bryson in a singles match and annihilate him in 10 holes. <laughs> the, the, the angst that you display towards Bryson is <laughs> unbelievable i I really don't know who i mean we can get into this more next show but it's gonna be i don't know who he's gonna put with who i mean you really i i have no idea who you're gonna put in the four ball the two ball who you're gonna put in the alternate shot who you're gonna put in the singles where like when are you gonna put them out you know so steve's got his plate full um i know he'll do a great job it's gonna be a hell of a Ryder cup to watch i'm gonna be glued to my tv watching that all the time so so that's uh, two weeks away. Uh, if you've been following our social also, I got to throw this in there. The traveling, the traveling golfer himself, Tony Leodora, checking in all week this past week for us uh, down at the World Amateur Handicap Championship. Got a great interview uh, with the grand champion. And uh, I think, think, uh, think you should check that one out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, absolutely. And Tony actually, Le- I'll tell you what. We need to go down there because they have the world's largest 19th hole. We're all about the 19th hole. And um, I, I, I'm telling you, I would fall right into a perfect flight, probably about the 30th flight. But uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, it's already five o'clock here on a Tuesday right after a major holiday. And I'm already ready for a drink. So, I mean, what, what more can you ask for sitting here in the 19th hole? You, you can't. Awesome, as always. And. I think we need to get a foursome down there. I'm just saying with Andrew and I, and you know, with both of you guys being the ringers, I, we could contend. I'm just saying. Without question. But I got some, I got some uh, big news here. Hopefully you stayed with the show long enough to listen to this. Cause we have a special guest. We're going to, we're going to mention it right now. A legend 
in golf film will be joining us next week. Christian, go ahead. He is. I, I, if, if you guys are golf nerds like myself, if you guys have watched any golf movie, you guys have, have heard of Danny Noonan, right? He is like the God of golf and, and, and theater. I mean, he is just the most humbling guy. You know, we won't get into it much with you guys today, but you know, boy, you guys don't want to miss that. It is, it is one hell of an interview. It is a great interview. Wow. Michael O'Keefe with us. You, you, you can't, you, you shouldn't miss this one. Yeah, you can't. But I mean, Christian, me. that's all I've got. That's all I got. I, I got, I got a few, I feel like I need to go uh, paint something as much, as, much uh, as Andrew's been painting and sending me pictures. I know. Right. My walls are all white here. I should probably paint, you know, too, but you know, I think I wouldn't violate my lease if I did that. So I'll, I'll just keep them white for the that time. and this damn fly. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, guys, continue to follow us on social media. I say it all the time. You know, we do this for you guys. We hope that we bring you guys good content. We hope we make you guys laugh. You know, hopefully you guys can continue to follow us on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, continue to download our, our podcast every week, Spotify, Apple music, radio.com. I mean, we're, we're everywhere. Um, you know, it's, it, it's a journey that we're doing right now and it's, it's, uh, it's going really well. You know, we're, we're hoping to bring you guys great content every single week. Anything we can do at all, anything, um, please let us know that we can do to get better. I mean, we're, we're always trying to grow. We're always trying to make this more funny. You know, if you guys want more serious, anything, just let us know and, and, uh, in a, in a post on social media, you know, keep feeding us questions. I love hearing from you guys as well. Um, as I can speak on behalf of Alan and Andrew, we love hearing your guys' questions. Anything you guys have at all, just please ask away. Um, you know, we did miss Andrew on this show. We actually, you know what we didn't do? We didn't really bust on Andrew as much as we usually do while he's here. Dude, he's that, such an easy, he's such an easy target though. When he's, he's sitting such here, an easy target, you know, <laughs> he just works too hard. You know, he's just, he's a hard worker. So now that, that's my final thoughts. And, uh, all right. Well, my, my final thought is this, when you two get together and tee it up, um, Christian hit along a straight. It's good. It's going to be Andrew hitting it short and crooked. <laughs>